this computer. Hello, and welcome to the Decision Point Podcast. My name is Kieran Wong, and I'm your host of the show. On the Decision Point Podcast, we speak with leaders in our community about the big life and career decisions they've made, which have led them to where they are today, to be successful members of the community. Uh, we'll get to know each and every one of their personal decision points. Today on the show, we have Janet Metzger with Power Engineers. She's the Corporate Marketing and Communications Director. Welcome, Janet. Hi, Karen. It's nice to, nice to be here. Great. Thank you. Um, so, Janet, real quick, just tell us a little bit about what you do at uh, Power Engineers and kind of who they are. Absolutely. So as you said, I'm the Corporate Marketing and Communications Director. So we handle all the brand management, internal communications, and brand marketing for the company. And Power Engineers is an amazingly, um, it's kind of the undiscovered secret of engineering firms. We are uh, an energy and environmental consulting engineers, and the company is based out of Haley, Idaho, but we're actually a global company, and we have about 50 offices across North America. Wow. And just located down the road from Sun Valley. Just down the road from Sun Valley. Absolutely. One of the biggest employers in the Wood River Valley. Okay, and 50 offices worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, so you handling marketing communications sounds like uh, a lot of time zones that you have to negotiate. <laughs> we do. I actually had somebody ask me if they could schedule time with me, and I said, how about 9 a.m. Mountain? And she said, I'm in Hawaii. That's about 4 a.m. You're not going to get my my best foot forward. So I said, okay, let's adjust that a little bit. <laughs> Such as the, the new world of our communications. Absolutely. Oh, right. So as I um, kind of outlined in our, in, in the intro, um, we talk about the pivotal decisions in people's lives. You know, the moments in which they go, eh, I'm going to choose this versus that. Uh, and that, makes either a left turn or a right turn or a fork in the road. And we love just to find out from folks, you know, the things that those points in their lives, whether it was last week or when they were a child, does something come to mind for you? Um, absolutely. When, when you sent me the, the prep question for something like this, I was like, well, that's a really interesting question. I wonder, I wonder where I would, peg that pivotal decision. And I think where I landed would be the decision um, not to move to Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And the reason that I say I chose not to move there is I had been working in Albertson's corporate marketing team and SuperValue acquired Albertson's. And so our positions were moving, the marketing group was moving to Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And this was before, you know, we decided that we could all do everything like we do today virtually. And my husband was amazing. He worked for Hewlett Packard at that point in time. And he said, I can live anywhere. And my family's here and 
I just, it was just one of those things that I went, mm, no, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay here. And I had been with Albertsons for 12 years. So it was a little bit of a, mm, what, what should I, <laughs> what should I really do? And I ended up actually getting a virtual position at that point in time with um, CBS mm -hmm. and they were based out of um, Connecticut. Uh, you know, the division that I was with was based in Connecticut and then they did kind of the same thing. We love you. We'd like you to move. And so I had to think about that, that again. And again, my very supportive husband said, whatever you want to do. And I stayed in Idaho. I, I just, I, I love Idaho, uh, grew up here and thought, you know, this is where I want to stay. And so I ended up doing my own thing. I did uh, marketing and communication consulting, brand consulting, um, by myself with, you know, my dog as my partner okay. on all, on all good decisions. And what I learned from that is that he loves everything that I do. And, you know, that doesn't work out <laughs> so well for you when you're working with clients. Right. Um, so I did that for about two years and I made another decision at that point that said, you know, I really want to go back and work for a company. And I started looking around and one of my friends, because I'd always been associated with, associated my title with marketing, mm -hmm. always marketing, marketing, marketing. So I was looking for marketing jobs and I had a friend say to me, have you seen this communications position? And I went, oh, communications. Hmm. And looked at it and went, oh, well, I know how to do those things. I do those things too. And applied for a company that I had never heard of that, you know, was based in Haley. Me had a great meeting with them. My interview and when they offered me the job it was the holy crap moment can I really do this? Right. And, and uh, you know, I've now been with power for 11 years and so far I think it's been pretty successful. Okay. So it, it sounds like you had these opportunities or requests to move and mm -hmm. the key reason to stay was quality of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's actually been a conversation that, that I've had with some folks at Power as of late on, you know, when choosing someplace to work, in my opinion, you know, there's so many factors. Obviously, salary is one of the factors. 
I would always advise somebody, don't let it be your key driver. Um, make sure that what you're doing every day, I mean, I work, well, you know, I, I work eight hours, I say with air quotes, you know, uh, five days a week. And without air quotes, it's a little bit longer than that, <laughs> over more than five days a week. But um, you have to love what you do. You have to be passionate about it. And if you can find that plus a great group of people to work with, um, that's just going to make your quality of life so much better, so much better. Yeah, I've frequently said over the years, it's less about what you do. It's more about who you do it with. Mm -hmm. That is exactly right. That's, that is what I fully believe. Wow. That's cool. Good, good. Um, so along the way, you know, we have life and stuff gets in the way. What sort of challenges have you come up against and how did you weave around through under, uh, you know, above them as you went along? Um, well, that is a really good question. Um, Thank you. So <laughs> it's like you've done this before. So from, from a challenge perspective, it's always been, and, and my team would probably be chuckling at me right now because they were like, well, you have an answer for this with us that you, that you instantly pop to, um, which is perseverance and, and tenacity. You have to trust in yourself that you know, that you know, you know, like the strategy that you're going for, or you have the experience that, you know, this is a best practice. This is what makes sense. Um, folks hire you to be the SME, the, you know, subject matter expert. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to articulate that and communicate that. And sometimes folks might not hear you say it in one manner. So uh, you have to figure out a different way to say it. And so what I always tell my team, I'm like, well, that door doesn't seem to be opening. Let's go find the window. And, you know, maybe the window is, you know, something that's not, you know, our proposed idea is takes us 10 miles down the road. Well, maybe we actually need to start it at mile marker one. And then if we can get through that, okay, what's mile marker two and just progress. So, so yeah, so not challenges, opportunities. There's always opportunities. I love it. I love it. Wow. And that is something I'm going to think about all week. The door <laughs> doesn't seem to be opening. Let's open the window. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Wow. And sometimes you have to have a mansion that has lots of windows. Okay. <laughs> So keep building the building and, and building it and putting in windows. Absolutely. <laughs> like 50 windows and 50 offices worldwide. Yes. That's great. Um, so uh, are there any people or experiences, books, things in your life, people in your life that you would say were influencers? Oh, influencers in my life. Um, absolutely. Um, so from a, 
from a career perspective, you know, I, I have a person that I worked with um, at Albertsons when I was early on in my career. I think I was probably, gosh, mid to late 20s at that point. And she sat me down and she said, because my background is in design. And she said, you can continue down the design path and this is what this looks like, or, you know, you seem to be fairly good at program management and, you know, communications, you can go down this path. And it was great to have someone say, you know, there's, there's more for, there's potentially more for you out there than what's right directly in front of your nose. And so I had looked at those two paths and went, well, this one there kind of seems to be a little bit of a ceiling, but this one, it looks like, you know, while there might be a ceiling here, there's another like 12 paths you can go on in this direction. And so, you know, I took a little bit of a leap of faith and said, well, let's move away from what my degree is in and go down this route. And so far, that served me very well. Um, I don't know if she knows that I credit her with with that. I think that she does. Um, but another thing that has influenced me, and this is as of late. So like I said, that was early in my career. And I think you can be influenced, obviously. Hopefully, you're in, influenced all the time, you know, mm-hmm. continuing to learn as, as you go through your career. And one of the things that has influenced me since I came to power is the fact that I am in a fairly male dominated industry Mm -hmm. with engineers. And so working at power, um, there is very limited um, executive female leadership. And that is not saying anything negative at all against power. It's just, it is a little bit the state of the world in which we live. Right. And so thinking about that way, um, I am a senior leader at power um, and female. And in the 45 years that power has been around, I am the fourth female to become a business unit director at power. And I take that extremely seriously because I really think that I need to be providing a role model for the folks that are looking at where can I go, what can I do, and, you know, how, how did she get there? And so, so yeah, so that's, while it's not a person, it's a situation that has influenced how, how I like to, to do things. That's a great perspective. I love it that uh, you see this arena, if you will, of folks and you say, hey, I'm not the most, I'm the minority, if you will. How, mm-hmm. can, that be, how can that be an opportunity? Mm-hmm. and seeing it positively. And I also love the fact that when you, that, I mean, do, do you have this tagline at the company? Is that, all right, when you come to power, you get X, Y, and Z. 
at using the name power in in, in the uh, um, in the statement because that's who you work for. It's a mm -hmm. uh, it's an interesting uh, twist on words. Um, yeah, it, it's. I really love the fact that you know when you were at Albertsons, you had this opportunity where somebody said, "Hey, you can go in a little different direction that you may not have thought of." And that our mm -hmm. lives are, are like that. They're not just linear and they have all these forks and decision points that we change the path, even in a path that we never even thought was there. And mm -hmm. sometimes it, you know, and we look back and go, wow, um, that person brought something Absolutely. to light to me. Um, Absolutely. I went to well, yeah. And, and I will give all, you know, I mentioned, you know, what my, my direct person, but um, all of the senior leaders at Power, or not at Power, at um, Albertsons, when I worked there, especially as a, as a young person trying to figure out which way was up in their career, and, you know, they stoked the curiosity. If you were willing to be curious and say, you know, what that person over there is doing looks really interesting, you know, can I, can I just sit in that meeting? Can I sit in the corner and listen to what's going on? And absolutely, they were always open to that. The, the doors were always open. And that, that's something that made such a difference to, to myself and, you know, several people that, you know, were among that same age group. You know, I've brought that to power, I hope, um, with some of my stuff that if somebody says, can I just listen in on that? Or can I be a okay, piece of right. that? You know, you want to encourage that because, you know, maybe what this person thought they were doing, you know, maybe they could excel even better in a different, going down a different lane. And that sounds like true wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Janet, thank you so much for the time, your really wonderful thoughts uh, in your life. Uh, is, there, is there, if people want to get in touch with you, is there a way in which uh, somebody would want, would be able to get in touch with you? Um, LinkedIn is always great. Yeah. Um, you can message me um, via LinkedIn and that would be fantastic. I'd love to, to chat with folks. Perfect. Well, Janet, thank you so much. Janet Metzger at Power Engineer. She's the Corporate Marketing and Communications Director. Um, we loved having you on the show today. You know, at um, uh, Decision Point Podcast, what we do is we search out the, deci the decision points, it's a mouthful, of uh, community leaders in, in our community and, and find out why they made the decisions they made and that it led them to their success today. So, Janet, thank you once again. It was really a pleasure speaking with you today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Okay.